Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Soshing with Suntwe. And uh, for those of you who haven't been with us before, this is a live broadcast brought to you by me, Suntwe, which means hyena in Tonga. And um, here we basically just uh, celebrate uh, ordinary people that make extraordinary choices and as a result live extraordinary lives. Um, it's my opinion that uh, there are no extraordinary people. There's just ordinary people that do extraordinary things and that everybody has the capability to do those things. You just got to make the right choices and uh, be willing to get outside your comfort zone. Um, if you just uh, bear with me a second, I just want to do my uh, shares, get this thing rolling, get everything up. So your calls. Um, the software that we're using has uh, got a disclaimer at the top of the broadcast. If you look on the Facebook page, you'll see a little thing saying, please agree to StreamYard showing your name. If you can do that for us, please, that would be great because then we can see who you are when you comment and we can share your comments on the feed too. Um, if you, uh, oh, there he is, handsome man. I mean, Corey, not me, also me. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, if you are with us, I see we've got five people with us so far. If you are with us, please drop us a comment. Let us know where you're from. Let us know you're there. Say hi. This is a, a great topic we got today and um, a great guest who I've known a very, very long time. Uh, I've known him I've known him a bit more than he's known me, I suppose, because uh, I've known him as a child. Um, but yeah, uh, let's get this show on the road and uh, engage. So, Corey, welcome. Thank you. Hello. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> Good. Um, how's, how's the weather in London? It's bloody grey and dark here today. Uh, it's quite good, actually. I, I, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I like this kind of like overcast um, weather where it's like warm and not too cold, not too hot. So today's a good day for me. <laughs> it's my favorite, to be honest. Yeah. yeah the the, the like summer awful. Do you, do you like it here when it's when it's like summer, like scorching hot? Um, I won't lie. Like the summer here, when it's when it's thirty degrees here, it feels like forty back home. Yeah, it's, like even forty back home is <laughs> it's so horrible. The the yeah, it's definitely a lot more oppressive the heat than it is in in Zim. But um, I mean, maybe, like because because you're like in Sussex, some like like down right. Yeah, um, like London, I feel like because there's so many buildings and, and so many like congestion that mm. it's very humid and hot. So that's what I hate. It's just like this humidity and you can't do anything. <laughs> mm. Right. So where are we even going to start? You grew up in Bulawayo. That's where I come from, too, for anyone who else doesn't know. Um, what school did you go to? What school? Uh, so yeah. first of all, I went to... Um, well, junior school was Whitestone. Yeah. Um, and then I left Whitestone, obviously, to go into high school. And that was my first year. I went to CBC. And then I joined um, the ACE program, so ACE. Um, mm -hmm. That's homeschooling, right? Yes, homeschooling, but out of school. So not really. <laughs> yes and no. Were you involved much in dancing? Because I know your mom was quite involved with dancing. And she had a studio um, and all that. Yeah, when I when I was quite young, so like in in junior school, I did like room, but that was like the extent of the dancing like that I had. Um, oh, okay. I tried to get back into it just before I left to Zim, but like a year before I left, I tried to do like contemporary dancing and just. Mm -hmm. uh, but I was doing it for more of like a physical aspect rather than a like a dancey like learn kind of thing aspect. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So now you're in London, in uh, the big smoke, and uh, what what are you studying? Uh, media and film. Media and film. With the well, with well, media, um, it's all in the same kind of like degree. So what's the end goal with that degree? Uh, so I want to kind of work for like a major picture, so like um, or company, so it, like BBC or ITV, um, maybe even Channel Four. Uh, and just work in like either production because I'm not a hundred percent sure like which category I want to work in mm -hmm. um, is like uh, whether I want to be like an editor producer director um, you know cinematography or I, I, I don't know what aspects I'm hoping that doing the degree is gonna help me find what I like more and then kind of just like tone like zoning into that um, more film or more television 
Uh, I think more television right now, just because um, I think film is, I like things to be like, I like to do things and then see the product very fast. And mm. I think television is like that. It's very fast rather like films. It takes a year to, to like do the whole production, whereas like television, it's really quick. So yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'm just going to, I just want to say one more time, if you guys are there and want to comment, please, can you just look at the description of the, the video at the top? There's a little thing about uh, uh, agreeing to the StreamYard terms to show your name. Otherwise, when I put your comment on the, on the screen, it'll just say Facebook user. It won't say your name. I can see Barron, you've put a smiley there. And um, Donna, you've said uh, two comments there, but you haven't agreed yet. So if you're keen, uh, please do. Um, Donna's already got something to say nice to you there, Corey. Oh, she? <laughs> Baby steps, Corey, don't overthink it. You'll find your niche. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, that's what I'm thinking um, as well. So I'm not too, too worried. Um, it's and it's not like you don't have time, eh? Yeah. Um, and also, like, I, I, I want to do YouTube full time. So I'm also kind of like, wondering how that's going to go, because I've recently just surpassed 10,000 subscribers, which I think is like a first like kind of like milestone for it to be like an actual thing, <laughs> if that makes sense. Well, um, I mean, that's that's good stats. I think my YouTube channel's got like 100 subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I remember when I first hit my first 100 subscribers, like I was so, so happy. And then I got 1,000, and then now 10, 10K, and that's just... It's mental, like it's. I don't know. I, I feel like because because I'm earning a little bit of money from YouTube. So mm -hmm. and I and most of my friends, like I have friends that have bigger channels, and and they're all doing it full time. So um, I'm just kind of like seeing whether that will do something, and if it doesn't, then I will go into television and all that kind of jazz. Mm -hmm. <laughs> your 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 revenue from your YouTube is that generated from ad ad. Uh... Ad placements, or yeah. is it uh, sponsorship and uh, like uh, affiliate marketing? So um, it, most of my most of my money is from from ad revenue, so like ads playing um, before and after. Um, but I've had a few companies reach out and ask me to do like affiliate marketing, and um, it's just nobody that I really want to work with. So I'm just like, no thanks. Um, I want people. <laughs> So I'm What's not up? laughing at you. I'm laughing yeah. at uh, this is one of my best mates I grew up with, and uh, he oh, obviously yeah. thinks he obviously thinks you're quite pretty. How old is Corey? Is he single? Does he need a British or American passport? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love that so much. Uh, I'm 25 years old. I am not single, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> I need a I need an American passport. That'd be great, and I can go live my best life in LA. <laughs> Yeah. So so tell us about your channel. Your channel focuses on LGBT content. Yes. Um, so uh, it, it wasn't originally LGBT content, but then um, so I came across a couple of YouTubers who um, were posting LGBT content and there were two boyfriends. It was it's a channel called Mark um, E. Miller and um, it kind of just their their content inspired me to first come out. Um, because I just, I had this like preconceived idea of what gay was mm -hmm. and it was that like very stereotypical view on what media gives us. So like mm -hmm. this very feminine, um, like flamboyant, always fashionable, has a, as a girl and the girl, like the gay best friend, you know what I mean? Like all of these stereotypes I had in my head and I'm like, well, I'm not that. Right. So mm. it kind of like made me think, well, am I gay if I'm not those things? Right. Um, and then I came across this YouTube channel and I just saw that it was two guys that were just normal guys that just happened to be gay. Mm. And I was like, oh, this is really cool. And um, I saw like how many people's lives they were changing, like uh, how many people they were inspiring and encouraging. And mm. I was like, hey, I really want to do this with my YouTube channel. Like my channel is something that I enjoy doing because I've always been into media, film, television, that kind of thing. and. I thought, hey, I have a little bit of a platform. Let's use it to like try and reach. And if it changes one person's life, then then I've done my job, you know. Mm. So I did like this little this um, coming out live. So I came out live to my dad and my brother, and I posted that video. Was that genuinely yeah. live? Like you didn't set any of that up? No, that was genuinely live. 
Wow, what a what a way to uh, blindside the old man and. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so I, I i recorded it and then afterwards i said to them i was like hey guys um no, no so it wasn't live like this but it was like live as in like i no, no, it fake. actually happened in the in the yeah, process yeah. of filming uh, yeah i i didn't want them to be i wanted their permission to yeah. to this kind of thing and i was like dad hey um because it can go either way right <laughs> it could be a really negative one and or it could be a really positive one so i was like I need to get their permission, and um, once I do, then I'll upload the video. And but but uh, I mean, I know I know your dad, and I like the, the, there was no other way it was going to go. Yeah, I mean, you, it's still nerve wracking though. Like you, never oh, yeah, know yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm not nullifying your experience in any way whatsoever <laughs> because I would shit myself. And even with my own father, if if I was in that situation, I know 100% my father would not bat an eyelid, but it would still be the scariest thing I'd ever have to do. Exactly. Yeah. 100%. So, um, yeah, no, I get you. I, I get you as much as I could possibly get you in that situation without having to actually go through it myself. Um, uh, yeah, I, I uploaded that video and um, it got tons of attention and um, saw what a difference it was making to people's lives. And I was like, I'm continuing this kind of content and share my experience as an LGBT person. Um, for those of you that don't know what LGBT stands for, it's lesbian, yes, gay, bi transgender by the way uh, i used to see this term even when i came out and i was like what does lgbt stand for um and then i was like oh lesbian gay bisexual and transgender that makes so much sense <laughs> yeah but um so i mean th this is something that blows my mind a little bit with with the with the whole lgbt thing is that there seems to be a lot of boxes and a lot of labels and a lot of uh and this is the thing, like for you, as you were saying earlier, you were like, you didn't know what being a gay man was. You had yep. this idea that you had to fit in this box to be that. And yep. now, and I feel like, isn't it counterproductive to be labeling and boxing people the way it seems to be happening rather than just, I don't know, scrapping the fucking labels anyway? Like, can you, can you, <laughs> can you just uh, give me your thoughts yeah, on that? I mean, it sucks that, um, that anybody within the category of LGBT have to come out in the first place. Um, but obviously there's a society that doesn't accept um, people of this manner. So we have to now obviously come out and we have to put a label on it to make it understandable for some people, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, I get that. Then, then there's, um, there is a category called non-binary, which I don't 100% agree with. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is interesting. So I want to, can you, can you explain exactly what non-binary non is and, and give us a bit more insight on that? Because I, I, I will be honest, I am very ignorant when it comes to labels and who fits where and how and why, because it's, it's just a lot for me to, to focus on, you know, like. Yeah. Um, so I'm not 100% educated in the topic. So um, if I do make some mistakes, don't come for me. Um, but the way I understand <laughs> um, non-binary people are they uh, go by the terms they and them. So they don't actually put a specific label. So their whole premise is I don't put a label on something, but then they're like, I'm non-binary. So you're already putting a label on it, which I don't understand. Um, so they, 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 they don't identify as he, him, she, her. Um, it's just like they and them, right? Um, but then they like the, the, this this non-binary um, community kind of um, is kind of very toxic um, in a way that uh, people like lots of people have different opinions on what being non-binary is, um, and there's no like home base of what it is, and that's why I'm also very confused at what it actually is because I can't give you a specific answer. Mm. Uh, because I'm not 100% sure because everyone has so many opinions. And that's why I'm just like, I don't know how much I, I, I don't know if I like it or not. I, I can't tell you. But obviously, I want to have an open mind. And I want to be like, if you're non-binary, I want you to come to me and, and have a, let's have a conversation so I can understand it better. Absolutely. And I think that's what we need to do. It's like when you don't understand something, is just have a conversation and find out um that person's perspective and this is why i like this this um live stream so much is because it's it's opening up people's minds you know we're having a conversation mm. and that's the most important thing to educate yourself so um yeah sorry i'm rambling no no not <laughs> at all um so 
but this is it. So if there is anyone that's watching that uh, has more insight on this, please comment and let's we can engage yeah. on that topic as well. Like it's not you don't have to wait for another occasion. Drop it in there. Let's let's get on with it. You know. Um, uh, and like I said, but this again. So this is where I think the community, for lack of a better uh, description, um, does themselves a disservice. Is that by making it so complex, it's quite overwhelming for anyone on on the outside to get to wrap their head around. And like you, you you you're a, a member of this community that can't wrap your head around a certain aspect of it because it's so fucking confusing. Yeah. Like. What about the rest of us stupid people? Like, you know, like, where do exactly. I start? And <laughs> when you start with the 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 thing of, uh, what is it, 50-something genders or 70 genders uh, or eight, then, then um, it just becomes like, ooh, I just, uh, you know, you got to give it us in little bites. I have uh, a transgender friend who's mm -hmm. um, a YouTuber. Um, he's quite big. Um, and he, he was trying to explain to me that, like, gender and sexuality are two different things like your mm -hmm. gender is what you're, you're born with and your sexuality is obviously what you like right sure. so i think like in order for you to understand these these topics is is to first understand that those two things are separate yeah yeah got that, that. um and then you kind of like try and work it out from there <laughs> that's how i best do it <laughs> I don't know. It's like, yeah. yeah it's not it's not simple anyway um yeah so when how old were you when you first thought hang on a minute i'm not uh i'm not like the other 80 percent i don't know what the exact percentages are other 80 percent of guys i go to school with okay so um i don't have an answer for that question uh because i don't know okay. um it's, it's as if and i was hoping you're gonna ask this question because it's very good okay. um uh, it's as if i ask you the question when did you at what point did you know that you didn't like guys that you exactly. straight. I get it. You know what I mean? Like it's it's hard to say. Like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I can't tell it, you. It, it, it takes the question and makes it. You you realize that it's actually a stupid question. It's a good question, but it's a stupid question. Yeah, exactly. Because because you think um, like I can I can understand like oh like when did you know that you were gay? Uh, well, I don't know because. I've I've just always felt this way. Like it's always just been a thing. So yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Do we have uh, any comments? Sorry? Yeah, we've comments? got we do. We've got one from Rosie here that looks pretty good. Um, I agree with you, Paul. I must admit I hate labels and believe that people should be accepted for themselves, the person yes. that they are. There are so many different beliefs, colors, and sexual orientations, but essentially the person is more uh, more important. Just gotta see the rest here more important than needs to be valued. Well, that's exactly it. It's, uh, yeah, that's exactly the yeah. point I'm making. I, I, I will. Um, so I, when, when I'm, when I'm giving any advice, whatever I say today, um, is basically just basing it on, on my own, um, experience. Mm. Um, so I, I want people to, to take that. Like I'm not a, a doctor or anything. Um, Absolutely. so like I just, I'm taking this from my own experience and, um, the thing, uh, what I want to say about like that comment is it's it's very true because um, one thing I was I was mostly scared about when I came out was that um, people were not going to see me as Corey anymore. They were going to mm. see me as gay Corey. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I, I didn't want I didn't want the the gay to be all that who I was because I was so much more than just that. You know what I mean? So, yeah, sure. That that's what what scared me most is like I I, I want to be Corey for for me like I, I want to be known for for like creating really beautiful content on YouTube or um, the way I used to swim or my art or, or anything like that I didn't want to be like known for just being gay. Mm. <laughs> that makes sense. Just a quick one. My mom's watching. Hi, mom. <laughs> oh, hi, mom. <laughs> um, but okay. So another another question just on that on that vein. How yeah. many people were surprised and shocked? How many were surprised? Well, I mean, and shocked? were there a lot of shocked and surprised and like, oh my god, I never saw this coming type of people, or, or was it generally like, oh yeah, uh, yeah, it gen generally it was like, oh, we already knew this. Like, <laughs> I was like, okay, guys, and then that that's the point where I realized that like, this was a bigger thing in my head mm. than, than um, 
it actually was. Mm. So I made the, like such a huge deal, like, oh my god, this is this is this massive thing when actually it wasn't. <laughs> and it was kind of like anticlimactic. I was like, guys, where's the drama? I need the drama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it can be it can be very anticlimactic. This kind of thing, can't it? Especially now. I mean, yes, in, in, in Zimbabwe and obviously other countries where it's illegal to be gay, um, it can be a little bit more difficult. Um, I, I was very lucky because um, so I'd already moved over to London when I came out. So I had already had a job. I was financially stable, etc. So I wasn't in a position where, like, if I came out, my parents would, like, kick me out of my house or, or, or anything like that. So, mm -hmm. so that aspect, I was very, very lucky. Um, but, yeah, uh, yes. I've yeah, kind of lost stakes, my your stakes were a lot lower than uh, than some people have to deal with. With exactly. uh, yeah. yeah, um, so how old were you when I came out? Yeah. Uh, twenty, I think so. Uh, twenty, yeah. yeah. Um, and you and you identify yourself as a gay man. Yes. Okay. So there's there's no. I'm a male. And uh, no complicated side <laughs> <laughs> Okay, cool. And uh, you got a, a long-term relationship as well, eh? Yes. So I've been in a relationship for now four and a half years. It's crazy. Yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah, it's it's so good. <laughs> if you told me when I was little that I'd have a have an amazing boyfriend like I do now, I'd literally laugh at your face. I'd be like, no, that's not okay. <laughs> and so. Going back to Zimbabwe, uh, we Zimbabwe is a bit of a, 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 a rough place to have yep. to deal with this kind of thing. Um, I I don't know the exact law, but I know that in Zimbabwe um, it's illegal. Homosexuality in some capacity is illegal. I think that's it's very the actual law is to do with the mechanics of bedroom antics rather than the actual being homosexual or, or gay. Yeah, so you need to, so uh, when I was doing my research, uh, yeah. you need to be caught in the act of homosexuality in order for it to be deemed um, an offense. Like, But but is it homosexuality or is it um, like the physical act of, uh, I don't know how to put it diplomatically, but uh, the, the physical act of um, anal sex, or we like, because from what I understood from my research, that even if you do that to a girl, it's illegal. Oh, oh, yeah. I didn't know that. I think, I think that's what it is. I think it's yeah. that specific act that's illegal. Yes, it might be because um, I was researching that, like, if two together, okay. But if two men are together, it's not. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, so it oh, might, yes, it exactly. might be. That's, my, that's because the yeah. mechanics are different. Yeah, sure. I get you. Uh -huh, sure. The mechanics are different. <laughs> I've done the bumpers all night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, completely different thing. So here's a comment from the, my friend Francis, who's the one who uh, hit on you in the first 10 minutes of the video. Um, my view on the categorization in general, uh, humans are infinitely complex. It's algorithmically impossible. Each human is individual. There will be no one the same before or after you. Therefore, labeling is merely a coping mechanism, organization mechanism that is not that far removed from apartheid or anti-Semitism. We are moving past the concept of a cohort and moving toward the age of individuals. Instead of marching for LGBT, it's a march to be seen and heard and respected. Um, sorry, the comment dies off there. Um, uh, now, this is an education. Uh, it's a march to be seen and heard and respected as you. My thoughts on gay labeled and forming communities around sexuality. Yeah. Oh, sorry. My thoughts on gay labeled and forming communities around sexuality. It can be very dangerous because you're creating a social group basically around an act that lasts anywhere from a few minutes. <laughs> Paul, <laughs> he's accusing me of being a one minute man <laughs> to a few hours. Me. <laughs> <laughs> the LGBT community as it centers around sex can be hypersexualized and can and can become a breeding ground for loneliness, depression, judgment, STD, STDs, blah, blah, blah. An example of a, an advanced gay area is the Castro in San Francisco. It's now becoming an area that is historic nod to the gay battle. However, the majority of the patrons are straight. All the gays are at Nobu. Amazing comment. That is a... So... That's insane. Like, yeah, that, that, I, that, that I, comment. 
I think you just fixed the internet and fixed the whole topic. We can all go home now. Thank you very much. Yeah, Goodbye. Okay. All done. Um, but yeah, I mean, like what what he, I mean, he put it in a very smart, smarter way than than how I said it. But like putting labels on things um, is just a coping mechanism where, like, we we do it so people can understand. Um, so yeah. I don't know what to, I don't, I don't even know how to comment on that comment. That person sounds like amazing. <laughs> I want to have a coffee with that person. Hey, <laughs> stop, stop, Corey. He's not that amazing. He's a bit of a dick. No one likes him. He's not that amazing. I promise. <laughs> no, uh, this is one of my closest friends I grew up with. Like, he's like a brother to me. But uh, he, after, call, after calling me a one minute man like that, I think uh, he needs some hate. <laughs> Someone replied to him and hate him. Even though it's true. Truth hurts. <laughs> is he from Zimbabwe? Yeah, he's from Bulaway. Grew, he grew up near Matopas. He's living in uh, Hawaii right now, I think. Uh, Somewhere in the States. Cool. Um, the Donna Tipler also had a comment earlier, which I wanted to touch on. Um, okay. Corey, do you think that Zimbabwean men are more, how can I put it, unaccepting or maybe not able to understand? And I hate the word gay people. Um, unaccepting or maybe not. So I just think that that people in Zimbabwe are, are just a little bit uneducated on the topic. Um, like, like I said in the beginning, when, when I, out, I didn't even know what being gay meant. Um, I, I knew that it was an attraction to men and I, I needed to to look and present a, a specific way. And when I realized that that wasn't the case, then I was like, okay, well, it, it's fine, you know, like these feelings that I have towards the same sex is, is okay um, because it's not going to change who I am as a person. Like I am Corey, I am all these these amazing other things and this just happens to be something that's that's a part of me and that, that's it, it, it literally as simple as that. So I think... Uh, yeah, people in Zimbabwe just need to be educated or expose themselves to other LGBT people um, who don't fit the stereotype, if that makes sense. Um, because yes, there are people that do fit the stereotype and, and um, that's okay as well. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I hope that people in Zimbabwe can can be a little bit more educated. But like, I mean, you, you say that, but then like also, um, when I came out and I, I did like a little post on Facebook, the amount of people that commented in the comment section I was very shocked. I was like, some of these people I thought would be like super homophobic and were not. Um, mm. A lot of them were very like understanding and accepting. And I was like, oh, this. So maybe Zimbabwe is not really in like the worst place. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because I thought if I ever came out in Zim, I would be like bullied and and um, harassed and etc. But like the amount of people that commented on my post were, were incredible. I was like, wow, these are you know the people that I see on a daily basis. But that so, just shows, uh, that just shows the danger of stereotyping anybody because immediately you see uh, you see the guy in khakis with the comb in his sock and you think that he's going to be a hater on this topic. You think, oh, he's definitely homophobic, you know, like, and um, and turns out that probably isn't. And um, the next guy you see, you 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 think uh, the opposite, and he's the one that's uh, that's attacking and uh, and going down the path. So. Exactly. It's just one of those things. I mean, it's, you can even say it for me. A few years ago, I did um, a bit of a triggering video to make yes. a point. And you you know about the video because uh, your comment on my video was hilarious. You said, oh, my God, I was just about to unfriend you. And then I got to the end. I was so close. <laughs> and then uh, Corey did a, a reactionary video to that on his own YouTube channel. Um, I'll put the link to that video in the in the comment section. Um, but basically, anyone who looks at me in, in that context, I had a mohawk, uh, like skin shaped exactly. on both sides. I had a mohawk. I was an adventure sports person. I was a, a bit like a rugger looking character, I guess. Yep. Um, they immediately got triggered by the video and only at the end were like, oh, my God, I can't believe the ending was, uh, was so positive. But everyone who knew me didn't get triggered at all because they know who I am. They know that yeah. there's no way in hell I'm going to to yeah. uh, gay bash someone. 
yeah exactly that's why i was shocked i was like oh my god why like is he actually gonna do this i was like this is not the full teasdale i know um, <laughs> oh no um so yeah that, that was a fun video that, that was that was really good and i think i think that reached a lot of um zimbabwean people and that that changed a little bit of mindset so thank you for that well um it was uh <laughs> It, I, I made it out of sheer anger, to be honest. <laughs> like it was, uh, it was. I was, I was livid with that whole situation. It just the the biggest thing that I can't handle in the world is someone facing injustice or persecution for nothing. Literally for nothing. Yeah, for, for nothing. That's the thing that really just I cannot. I will fight a thousand battles for a person I feel is being in, uh, um, unjustly treated, and I just cannot. It's just. That's my trigger. Like I go mad for that. <laughs> yeah, it's understandable, though. Um, yeah, it's just like it, being being gay is like something that you can't change, and it's, it's just a it's it's just the way that you are. And like, it, I mean, it, how like I get so upset when I when I see people like getting upset about gay people and like, oh, that's the like there was this whole. Um, the, the whole Black Lives Matter thing. And uh, this one guy was shouting like, all lives matter, right? And this one guy comes up to him, so does um, gay lives matter? He goes, no, not gay lives. <laughs> all lives matter. So then I'm confused. And I'm just like, when I say things like this, I'm like, you're so stupid. I was like, I don't understand. Like, live your own life and, and get on with what you need to do and let these people do whatever they want to do. Like, life is so hard already. Mm. Like. I hate on people like just just um, enjoy your own life and if if Susan and Cheryl over there are bumping purses all night then let them do that <laughs> let them live their own life um, uh, and whatever like why should it bother you for me like, it's simpler there's so much hate there's so much violence there's so much crap in the world if two people want to love each other and express love exactly. look, let them <laughs> yeah <laughs> Not, we're not killing people, so just just get over it. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. Um, Chloe Louise. Oh, Chloe's here. Oh. She says no one deserves to be hated for being themselves. I agree totally. Uh, Chloe's like one of my um, biggest fans on on YouTube. Like she's like a full time uh, like supporter. She's amazing. Well done. <laughs> so, thank you. Thank you for coming this side, Chloe, and joining us today. Um, again, I'm just going to say it one more time. If you are commenting, there's a little thing at the top of the video that says uh, agree to StreamYard using your name, something like that. If you if you can um, just click on that, then we can see your name when I put it on the screen. Otherwise, it just says Facebook user. Chloe Louise has then said uh, love is love, which is 100% correct. Um, Abby Dent. Abby's a legend kayaker from Ecuador. Um, she says, this is a very enlightening chat. I grew up in South America and it was definitely not accepted. O over recent years, it has become more accepted, but it's still quite an untalked of subject. So it's really good to hear these perspectives and I wish more people were able to be better informed. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. Rosie has got yeah. a nice comment. Rosie is uh, Francis's mom. So clever guy with the good comment that hit on you. This is, this yeah. is his mom. <laughs> okay. The, the problem with people is that when they are together, the reaction is not from their true self, but maybe a reflection of the ugliness of human behavior. When they have a chance to reflect honestly, uh, they do so from their true inner self. Yes, preach. <laughs> I love that. Um, so you must have had some kind of, uh, like, on your journey, you must have had some kind of major role model that uh, helped you get your head around things, helped you get the courage to come out, helped you whatever. Who is your personal hero? Uh, so the first person that actually just comes to my mind is is that YouTuber that I, I originally said. His name is Mark E. Miller, um, and he has a channel with his boyfriend. Um, they they were the, the the ones that really inspired me to to come out. And um, not only that, uh, they they were creating amazing content. Like um, they they did like these amazing vlogs, and it inspired me to to create better content because of what he was doing. And I was like, oh wow, he can do this from his own home. So can I. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, Mark Emila. Um, if anybody wants to check out his YouTube channel, maybe afterwards you can drop a link in the comments as well. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> oh, that's cool. So do you have a going forward with your um with your channel and, and your life really, do you have a specific yeah. philosophy that you live by that you try to adhere to? Um not not necessarily. Um I used to like like really go by like faith, hope and dream. Um mm -hmm. because I used to, like those those all like correspond with each other. Um but now it's just like I don't know, like just live your best life and 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 be kind to one another and and that's it. Yeah. Yeah, I think I don't it's... know. Do you have one? I, I do people have these things? <laughs> like well, I mean, I've I've got one for me. I have a like a bit of a uh I, what do I call it? It's it's my purpose basically that I have written out in a specific um a specific format that is sort of there to shape my actions so to speak so when i'm when i'm when i'm going through my day-to-day -day life i try to remember the this sort of mantra that i've written and um and try to make sure that i stay in line with my values so that okay. I'm, always, I'm always in integrity with myself that i'm not trying to say i'm integrity with anyone else but integrity with my own, myself and my own values and and the things that that matter to me and what i'm trying to to bring forth and and portray in the world and then annually i sort of pick it apart and um, try and add to it. Or, I mean, annually I do it as a, as a, as a ritual, but it happens sporadically as well. If I go, Ooh, ooh I like this and I try and make it. And mine is explore, create, inspire. And uh, I have a whole thing written down, but the explore part is a, a process of, of exploration of your own, your own psyche, your own being, your own life. The, the create is creating relationships and trying to um, create, because I believe that the biggest investments you can make is in, in relationships rather than anything else. So uh, you can have nothing, but if you have relationships, you have everything. So exactly. creating is relation. And then the inspire is inspiring other people through your own, through, through the way you live your life, inspire other people to stand and live their lives to their own truth fully as, as much as they possibly can and to not be compromising of who they are. So I that's... Like that. That's my explore, create, and fire. But that's that's the synopsis. I'll 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 post in the comments the full blurb that uh, yeah. that you can <laughs> that you can read if you're interested. I feel like I'm not prepared for life after hearing this. <laughs> Just like typed out massive like thing like oh this is who I am. Well, um, you're, you're 25, bro. I'm 35, so you got time. Uh, yeah, I, I got a whole a whole decade. It's great. And uh, and. Uh, and I mean, it's not like I have anything to show for my for my blurb, so <laughs> don't worry about it. Come <laughs> on. Um, so we've got Amandas. Okay. Um, hey Corey, I love your videos on YouTube, especially your love Victor reactions. Yes. I don't, I don't know what that is, so you'll have to tell us in a minute. I was wondering if you've already come out to your extended family. I recently came out to my parents as queer as I prefer not having labels, and they were thankfully very supportive of me. I'm still worried about how the rest of my family will react, though, as I'm from India and I was raised in a very homophobic environment. So I always saw my family hating an LGBTQ+. My God, it just gets longer. I was wondering if you've been <laughs> through... Um, holy shit. Uh, sorry, the comment cuts off, so I have to go and look for it on the other screen. I was wondering if you've been through something like this and what your advice would be. Thanks so much. Firstly... Uh, please can someone clarify what queer actually means for those who don't know? If you know, Corey, you can, but if you don't, then Aman, please can you put in the comments? Uh, so the way I understand queer is just um, you identify in the aspect of, um, like, okay, queer is just saying, like, you don't really want to put a label on whether you're gay, straight, or bi. You're just queer, like, if you want to have, like, I don't know. I, the, the best I understand queer is, is um, yeah, it's just like a generalized topic. Like it, yeah. you know, you're just like if you wanna if you wanna have sex with a man and you're a man, you can do that. Um, but it's not bisexual. If, you know what I mean? Like it's its own little category, but it's not. It's very yeah, it's, it's labeled, <laughs> I guess. But it's just it's it's weird for for me as well because um, when I grew up, queer was a um, a slur. Yes. You, you would never say that to anybody. It would be like, no, you don't. That's that's a slur. It's it's rude to say that. Yeah. It would well, be equivalent uh, of saying fag or, um, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, so a lot of like LGBT creators, especially on YouTube, um, 
and and myself included, we kind of like trying to reclaim the word queer because like queer for a lot of people, especially the older generation, um, that mm. was like a a slur. Um, but now I feel like it's it's becoming more accepted. Like like when I say the word queer, I, if someone called me queer, I'm like yeah and cool that that that's cute. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but just to answer that guy's question, um, so the the Love Victor reactions. Uh, Love Victor is um, an LGBT-based show um, that was uh, taken from a show called Love Simon. Uh, Love Simon was this uh, coming-of-age like film that uh, revolved around this 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 guy's coming-out story, and it was the first time it was ever um, like like uh, just. Yeah, Love Love Simon was very like monumental for the LGBT community, and they made Love Victor, which is now a series. So they did uh, eight episodes, um, and I did like these reactions to to each and every single episode, and they did quite well on YouTube um, because I just wanted people to 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 find the 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 show because mm -hmm. uh, it wasn't like people, lots of people didn't know about it. Um, what, what, can, can you put up the question again so I can read um, what else he said? I recently came out to my parents as queer, I prefer not they. Um, so I, I have come out to my extended family. Um, it, it can be a difficult situation. Um, I can only give you advice on on my own experiences, like I, I've said before. Um, I know the Indian culture is very, very hard. Um, but at the end of the day, if you're in a safe environment, and and uh, you you don't think you're going to be kicked out and you're of age uh then live your best life come out and whatever they think of you just uh, as sad as it, as it is you just kind of got to like just accept what they um what they say and 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 um maybe work on it educate them a little bit on on the topics um but yeah, the last thing that I want anybody to do is come out and then end up on the street, um, which is so I don't ever advise anybody to like come out if they think that they're going to be kicked out or anything. Um, did I, I did I experience uh, the only um, experience that I had with um, some family um, on an on a religious basis is I literally so I met this this auntie of mine, Paul, just once, once. Not, not at all did she ever bring up um, Christianity in that whole day, not once. So I didn't even know that she was a Christian. When I came out, she was like, oh, this is terrible. Um, uh, this is not the way of the Bible, blah, blah, blah. You need to repent for your sins, et cetera, et cetera. And I was just like, why are you commenting this, first of all? Why have you not direct messaged me? And um, and in her comment, she was like, "If you want, I can show you some scripture." I was like, "Why are you choosing now as a point to 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 tell me about Jesus Christ?" I was like, "Why have you not ever messaged me ever before about Jesus Christ?" Mm. I didn't even know that you were Christian, but you're choosing now to to tell me. As I was I was a bit, I was very upset about that. I was like, "Okay, anyway, it's it's whatever." So. Um, I didn't really care about her opinion. I was like, I, I can tell that you're not a true Christian because I have friends that are Christian and I came out to them and their response was, Corey, we love you for you, but obviously due to our religious uh, background, uh, this is seen as a sin. So therefore, obviously I can't fully accept it, but I still love you and we can still be friends. You know what I mean? Like what, what more can, can anybody ask for? Um, because it, it comes, it stems down to that kind of like understanding. Um, I need to understand you, and if you understand me, then we can come to like this this little mutual agreement. You know what I mean? Um, so it's it's better than nothing. Um, so yeah, that that's the only experience that I had. Um, it wasn't a terrible one. And if um, somebody is willing to sit there and, and uh, express that they have a limited mindset because of something. Then you realize yep. they have a limited mindset, then that's okay too, because then you can be like, well, that's you know, that's your limitation. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah. uh Amon Francis has got a, a comment for Amon. There's two with the same Amon, don't come to your extended family, let them come to you. If you don't like labels, then what precisely are you coming out of? Then he followed that up with don't come out to your extended family. If you truly don't believe in labels and there's nothing to come out from, what will you say? Hi guys, I'm Amon. <laughs> 
love that. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. And uh, acknowledgement from Amon. Yeah, true, Francis. I was just thinking how they'd react if I ever got a boyfriend. And then Francis is interesting as well because uh, him and I have had chats on the phone. We call each other once every couple of weeks at least. Um, and uh, I was very surprised that he goes to church pretty much every Sunday. Okay. Um, I go to church literally three times a week and pray about all aspects of my life, including my otherworldly sexual prowess. <laughs> it's not my fault both guys and girls want to be on me. Jesus, man. <laughs> Calm down. Wow. So you can see he's humble as well. For sure. Um, <laughs> but if you, if you know him, that's, that's his sense of humor. It's, uh, it's uh, very funny. Yeah. So um, we are 15 minutes left. So I like to try and keep this to an hour. So we've, we're going we're gonna to start winding it down. If you've got comments, questions, anything you want to say, this is the time. Get them in there um, mm -hmm. because uh, we're going to start tapering it off. I'm just going to throw a couple of questions at Corey just to, to find out more about his character, um, a little bit of just some fun stuff just to lighten it up a bit and bring it, bring it back. <laughs> and, um, yeah, uh, I'll throw in now as well. If you are new here, I do this every Wednesday, same time. We go live. Uh, 24 hours after the fact, the, the broadcast can be found on YouTube and most major podcast platforms. That's why I read out all the comments and I just don't leave them on the screen because the podcasters can't see them. Okay. Um, yeah, so it's a different topic, different um, different guest every week. Sometimes I do a topic specific program where I have several guests who are normally past guests that come and talk to give as many different perspectives as possible. Like a while back we had, um, we had a topic was conservation and we had six people from such different walks of life. We had, um, Zimbos from Vic Falls. We had, uh, we had Americans, we had, all sorts of different perspectives on the same topic. And it was incredible to see how, how the different mindsets and different upbringings affect your opinion on those topics and how you can actually bring all that information to the center and chat about it and actually come to like some real solutions about things as well. Um, we've got Andrew McConey wants to say. Okay. Hi, Corey. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hi, Corey. Awesome to have you on tonight, mate. I was raised in a very homophobic environment during my formative years, having traveled around Southeast Asia and becoming exposed to the LGBT community. I have uh, many mates now, both in Asia and back home in Africa, not to claim pride in this as I should have known better growing up. I have come to realize we are born in the way we are. We are taught to hate, and that is just fear of the unknown. I have lost mates to having been, having been unaccepting. Uh, sorry, this comment thing is always a problem. Um, I've lost mates having, having been unaccepting in my earlier years and come to regret that. I now know better and dare I say my life has changed for the better. Having not accepted but understood how we are all different and this understanding has led to an acceptance of how we are all different and unique, blessed and gifted in our own skin. We're all yes. gift to the world. Amen. Yeah, for sure. That's, that's a lovely. So Andrew is a, a good mate of mine from Bulawayo, currently in Botswana. He's a hell of a good guy and that's amazing i'm so proud of you mate for that comment sure. amazing thank you so much and then chloe and I like sorry Karen. comment uh, so I, I like when people comment those kind of things because like even even though like i've come out and i've been out for, for the past six years i still am learning a lot of things um so it's just nice to see that other people are opening up their minds as well but I think it's a fundamental thing about life is that people need to realize that the entire purpose of life is learning. Yes, exactly. Um, like if you if you're not growing, you're dying. Exactly, hundred percent. So if you if you if you think you know, then you're in a world of shit, mate. Maybe that should be in my little motto thing now. That in my little mental thing that I'm gonna like type out. Yeah, because you know, I've like, ten years. <laughs> <laughs> You're not grow if you're not learning then you're dying what, what did you, you yeah if you're not if you're not growing you're dying and exactly. um, i'll give you another yes. nugget uh, that which you seek is seeking oh wow yeah <laughs> i like that 
if you're searching, what you're actually searching for is the, is the search. Look for the process, not the goal. Don't look for the information. Look for the process that you use to find that information because it's in the process of finding that information that you will grow, not in the finding of the information. That's why if someone gives you the answer, it's useless. But if you figure out the answer, it's a world of value. That's the difference is the seeking is the, is the thing that you're searching for, not the, not the thing you're searching for. That's my little rant preach for the day. <laughs> I mean, it, it just even stemming that, that that to my like YouTube channel, um, it's it's the process of growing the channel and getting to a specific place. And I have like these goals and ambitions to get to. Like so, for example, now I'm at 10k. I've enjoyed the process more getting here than I actually am here now. <laughs> if that makes sense, because I've learned so much on the way. And I think people forget that, and then they get to like the point, and then they're like, okay, well now what? Like my life hasn't been like, but look interesting. At, you know look, what I mean? Look at your coming out. Did you learn more from coming out or the process of getting to the point where you came out? Yeah, so so more afterwards. Oh Way yeah, afterwards. Or, or in the process of, of going through that discomfort. Like you grew more than when you said, hey, by the way, I'm gay. Exactly, yeah, yeah. for sure. And if you take it on a life, a, a life analogy where you talk about the process rather than the goal, the end of, when you finish life, you're dead. So the process is what's important. <laughs> the, the goal is death. Yeah, the goal is death. Yeah. That's anyway. deep. <laughs> I thought we were lightening up. <laughs> yeah, let's lighten this up and talk about how we're all going to die. Um, there's a, a beautiful comment from Rosie, who's a very special person in my life. This is Francis's mom. Um, and I'm going to uh, share it because she's blowing smoke up my ass and it's uh, very heartwarming. But she said, you live this, Paul, and you always inspire others to do the same. You never dampen the enthusiasm of others and help others to embrace this beautiful world we live in. So yeah. thank you, Rosie. That's, you have no idea what that means because, like, that's my goal. <laughs> that's what I want to do in life, really. So before I cry, I'm taking that comment down. <laughs> um, Corey, uh, I'm 60 years old and still learning, so God bless you. Uh, and Val said, please post your nugget. I post <laughs> nuggets every day. <laughs> yeah, I'll post the nugget in the comments for sure. Um, okay, so about those, those questions I was going to ask you. So everyone who knows me, especially in Vic Falls, my nickname, in Vic Falls, like no one even knew my name was Paul hardly. It was uh, Suntwe, which means hyena. And it was a nickname okay. given to me by... Uh, the the tonga it's a tonga word so it was given to me by like some of the tonga kayak guides and then the the villages along the the gorge further down uh -huh. near the take lights on the zambezi so um if you were an animal what would you identify as oh uh i don't know i haven't thought about that um uh, don't think too hard no ah uh, a beagle <laughs> <laughs> just a little a dog. <laughs> just because I like beagles. Um, uh, I don't know. Think, think about that and then uh, let me know at a, at a later date. Okay, what about telling me something uh, that not many people know, that many people will know after this? But <laughs> I, I don't like these questions. Can I <laughs> <think> about... um, <laughs> something that nobody knows. Uh... Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm pretty open. That's my that's my problem. Is that like I, I kind of like I share my whole life on YouTube and on social media. So it's hard for me to find something that I don't know. Um, so let me tell you. I don't one. Know. Okay. And you can think for a second. So people who know me properly don't. They know this, and people who've read some of my stuff that I've written, they know this. But the vast majority of people that have either followed my pages or whatever don't know this. I am a giant wuss. Like, I am such a scaredy cat. I am terrified of pretty much everything. And uh, I'm terrified of heights. Like, even thinking about it, my hands are sweating. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I fear is a big part of my life and something that uh, has... doesn't You did, like, the, the raw adrenaline, didn't you? Yeah, so fear has been a big project in my life because I hate being afraid of things. So 
the only thing I fear more than fear than being afraid, uh, the more, only thing that's that keeps me out of it is I'm afraid of being a wuss. Okay. So, uh, so yeah. So that balances out. Uh, the one thing I am terrified of is somebody not liking me. Oh, really? But yes. I think that's like, pretty normal. Um, yeah, but, yeah. Um, I guess so. Uh, but yeah, some people have like that kind of like, um, like whatever. Like I don't care if you don't like me. Um, I wish I aspire to sometimes have that, but I don't. Like I, I deeply care if people like me or not. I think like, when I get zero, I'm like, what? <laughs> I, I think the zero fucks attitude is more of a coping mechanism for the fear of not being liked. And uh, I think it's a bit of an overcompensation. I don't think it's genuine most of the time. I think you find the people that have the zero fucks attitude do that so that they create a situation where if someone doesn't like them, they feel like they have control of it. So I think it's a very, very, very common um, thing because at the end of the day, we're social animals and our survival as a species counts on the fact that we stay together and be social. And if you think in caveman days, if you were ostracized from the village, you were probably going to die. Yeah. So <laughs> it has deep rooted fundamentals uh, that uh, we need to be liked by the village. Otherwise um, it could mean death. Oh, love that. Back to death. Back to death. <laughs> <laughs> Another question. So I can um, myself if you have any more. Oh, I've got plenty. Um, so this is a good one. What question do you wish people would ask you? Like, what's the question you want to be asked by people? Oh. Uh, I have no idea. I've never actually thought, uh, wow. I like the question of, like, where you see yourself in five years. <laughs> okay. I do. Like, I like to talk about myself. <laughs> I know that sounds vague, but I, I do. I mean, everybody likes to talk about themselves. Like, I was once told that, like, if you want to make friends, just ask them questions about themselves, and then they'll end up talking, and they'll think that you're the most amazing person ever because, you know, you've just asked them about themselves. <laughs> the interesting thing about that is that they think you're interesting when you ask them about them. So you can exactly. say nothing about yourself, and suddenly you're the most interesting person in the room because you've let them express themselves. Exactly. 100%. Um, Andrew Andrew McConey thinks it's funny. He says you're blushing, or is it just me? Hashtag Beagle. <laughs> uh, I I haven't opened any windows here, so it's getting like really hot, and I have like the, a ring light straight in front of me. And then Chloe Louise is saying, "You two are perfect the way you are. Haters gonna hate." Sending you both my hugs. Ah, uh, thank you so much, Chloe. Thank you. Um, but otherwise, we're, uh, I think we reached the end of our, our time. And uh, I just want to say thank you so much for joining me today. It's been an absolute pleasure. And uh, I've really enjoyed all of this. Um, absolutely. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Uh, again, everybody, we do this every Wednesday. Um, how does it work? Do they join the group? Do they subscribe? Do they comment? Do you know, turn on the bell um, notification. Sorry, <laughs> sorry I got sidetracked <laughs> by a comment. <laughs> um, yeah, so we do this every Wednesday. There's a group on Facebook called uh, Soshing with Suntwe. Soshing means socializing. It's a slang word from Zimbabwe. It's just a bit of Zimglish. Um, and um, if you want to in interact with the live video, please join the Facebook group because the live is exclusive to the Facebook group. I try to put extra content in the Facebook group as well for, for specific subscribers. You can subscribe to my YouTube channel, which is just uh, Paul Teasdale at the moment, where all these videos go up 24 hours later. If you look at the podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all those sort of things, you can subscribe to it there, Soshing with Suntwe. Um but yeah, bring your friends in. If you find somebody interesting that you think I should talk to, let me talk to them. I like to rather have had some kind of relationship with the guest before. So, so far, everybody I've had on, I've had a relationship with in some capacity. Yeah. Maybe you so, need to challenge yourself and get somebody that you don't know. Well, bring him. Bring him, bring yeah. her, bring whoever. Yeah, happy days. I have no loads of people that would be interesting. Yeah, bring it. I'm, not, I'm, I'm stoked. Yeah. Um, yeah, so if you guys are, are keen, if you like it, tell your friends, bring them in. Let's uh, get this thing going. Let's keep it going. And I'm hoping in the group as well that we can actually talk about topics. You know, we can post um, 
post something and discuss it through the thread. The prerequisite of the group is that you have to realize it's a civil debate, um, exploring different perspectives. So pushing an agenda, boring. Um, getting heated and hot under the collar about opinions, boring. You know, really explore, take take the opportunity to 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 learn and and see things from different perspectives and really understand that, you know, there are thousands of different viewpoints that every topic can be looked at. And that just because you're you're not wrong doesn't mean you're right. And just because you're not right doesn't mean you're wrong. There's the world is full of gray. <laughs> yeah. So it's again, thank you. Thank you so much, Corey. And um, well, thank I you think so much. It's been an absolute pleasure. And uh, good night, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs>